Hey, how we doing? Hey, we got a little special for you today. Um, what we are going to do on Mother's Day is uh, celebrate our mothers, like uh, Dan has already uh, said, as Kurt said, as Jake said, as Chuckles has said as well. The way in which we are going to do that, what I wanted to do is I, I got the guys together and I said, here's what I want to do. I want us to say something about our wives as mothers. Uh, the the role, the, the calling of an elder within inside of the church is a high calling. We, and we've uh, uh, talked about that before. And not that we are superior to anyone else. It's just God has called us to do something different with inside his local body. And what it is he's called us to do is it is a high calling, but it is not something that is uh, separate from um, our role as a husband. So our wives um, are, uh, as I told the guys, they, they, they're special, some more than others. Um, I'm speaking for mine because she ain't going to hear any of this anyways. Uh, she's out there setting up all the muffins and melons and everything with Shelly. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but uh, we're, I, I, like I told them, our wives are special. Uh, they have to deal with things that normal wives don't have to deal with. And I'm not just saying the weirdness of Jake. <laughs> Right. No, they, they, they do. They have to endure not only the, the enhanced spiritual battles, but uh, they have to deal with their husbands who are under spiritual attack um, and then are acting cranky and uh, towards them. Am I, is that right? No. She, she, Sarah's like, I don't, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Man, you guys got good. My wife would be like, amen. He's a big baby. But anyways, I'm going to shut up. Uh, so what we're doing is uh, each one of our elders has uh, something they want to uh, deliver for each one of their wives. That didn't sound right, but they only have one wife, each elder, one wife. We're not that type of church. So take it away. I'll shut up. So, um, hi, surprise. <laughs> I want to share with you uh, a couple things. First, I the very first thing I want to share is Shelley's favorite verse. And that is Philippians 4.13, where I can do all things through him who strengthens me. All right. Now, on Mother's Day, I guess I really want to start off by saying that it takes a special person to be able to be a mother but hold hold that thought for a second because there's the the type of mother that has given birth to a child which she has done but there's also the kind that gets blended and she went from having one child to having four very very quickly and it, it can bring its own special challenges. It can bring its own special, uh, unique circumstances when there's outside influences that are beyond your control. But demonstrating grace throughout, well, we've been married 24 years this year. How about that? And our kids have kids. How about that? 
But I wanted to share a few things, and I promise not to take too long, but he did give me a lapel mic, so, you know. <laughs> when we first started going, going out, and I was a single dad of uh, uh, three boys, and she was a single mom, and, and we had gone out, she was very protective of her daughter. I wanted to meet her. She's like, no, 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 we're, we're not going to do that. Uh, she was very protective. And um, <laughs> when I did finally get to meet, you know where I'm going with this. When I first got to meet Samantha, uh, we, we had met at a uh, McDonald's. And, and we got together, and the love and warmth of Samantha's first response in, in meeting me, Mom, he's bald. <laughs> uh, I was. You, you might not notice, but yeah, I was. But through those early times, she was pr protect. She demonstrated protection. When we were in the dating stages, there was an incident, and I'm sure she'll remember, but it had such a big impact. Here we were thinking Jake would need to Kleenex. <laughs> we were at a Cracker Barrel. Oh, here it comes. We were at a Cracker Barrel. We, we had dinner, and you know Cracker Barrel has that store and everything. And Well, one of the, one of the boys uh, wanted to buy a drum, and, and the boys were five-ish, five and six. Oh, stop it. <laughs> boys were about five or six, but one of the boys, and I won't say which one even though I know which one, wanted this drum and temper tantrum okay being a fairly new divorcee right and and trying to keep peace because you you have this certain mindset i'm not saying it's right i'm saying that's what i had and and you want the child to be happy and and like you and and all that and and, and yet you're not getting that drum and, and so there was a struggle there, and there was a little bit of a temper tantrum and, and everything. And while we, we got through that, got home, and we had spoken later, and she, uh, we had talked, and she shared with me and taught me the need for discipline. For, and not discipline like smacking the bottom, but for there's no gray, there, there's a black and a white, there's, there's things that need to be done in order and things that are right. And temper tantrums are not a part of that. That was a big deal. She taught me discipline. We got married, right? You figured that out. <laughs> we, we got married, but what was important to her is to have the, the four kids decide and determine 
kind of how they would, would be involved. In other words, kids, what would you like to do? And they oh, Chuck E. Cheese. Now, how many of you on your wedding day went to Chuck E. Cheese? Just two. We went to Chuck E. Cheese. All right. How many of you on purpose went to the dollar store? Okay. Again, just two. We would, wanted to take them wherever they wanted to go. She demonstrated inclusion. What was my focus? My focus was, I'm getting married, right? And <laughs> Shh. They're young. Her focus was inclusion. How many of you have heard me sing? <laughs> that, that's what I call it, okay? I can't sing. I've tried since second grade to do something with a guitar other than dust it. Uh, I can play the radio, that's about it. I can draw great stick figures. I don't have that as a gift. She does. And she brought into our family, our household, music and art. We had a keyboard set up in the living room. And it was available for the kids to practice and play. And that produced a couple drummers. I think the, the twins, both keyboard, guitar. It, it, it's amazing to me. It didn't come from me. But she brought in something that I couldn't, and that was possibilities. Now, this might be a surprise to some, not to others, but we had puppies. And uh, quite a while ago, we, uh, we were going to surprise the kids, and we got a puppy, two puppies, Sitzine Spaz. And uh, when the kids weren't home, we had them hidden downstairs, and as they were up in the living room, brought a puppy up, and and they're like, oh, it's a puppy, it's a puppy. And while well, they were all excited about the puppy and everything and, and just hugging on it and squeezing it and everything. And here comes a, ah, another puppy. It, it was a very memorable time. She brought affection into the house. Sometimes there's more difficult things. It's not all about singing and puppies. Sometimes there's some difficult situations that have to be dealt with. And while she's a quiet person, she has a passion that's deep inside that is incredible.
And when faced with presenting the truth, she doesn't back down. And I saw her in more than one occasion, but one occasion certainly, where she spoke the truth very directly, kind of loudly, but it needed to be done. And she stood her ground. She stood on the foundation of the word, and she did not back down. She stood for truth. She modeled truth. And let me tell you, you do not lie in this house. She modeled truth. I could go on about work ethic. She's a workhorse. I could tell you stories about homework. I could tell you stories about tater tots. All these demonstrating integrity and commitment. But all this, all of these examples and many, many more, she modeled love in our household. So going back to Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Through her favorite verse, she acknowledges the source of her strength. That's Jesus. Happy Mother. Good morning again, everybody. Very good, Dan. That was very, very personal and very, very touching. Thank you. No, I turned a blind eye to that. Um, I think about uh, my wife and her role as a mother, and uh, most all of you know Sarah, and and she's a little bit like Shelly in that she's quiet, but though when you get Sarah alone, she seems to. In close interactions, she really, uh, she really opens up to a lot of people, and and a lot of you guys have expressed to me how much that has meant to you. Um, and uh, I actually had uh, one couple say to me that uh, they were joking around. They said uh, they were kind of inviting us over for dinner, and they said, "Really, we just want to get to be with Sarah. She's such an awesome person." I said, "Yeah, now you know how I feel every day." <laughs> so, but uh, you know, touching a little bit on what Dan said there, as far as the you know, sometimes we have to make tough decisions. Sometimes life throws some curveballs at us, and uh, we can be left with some uncertainty. Anybody ever find uncertainty in life? And uh, yeah, yeah, two hands up. Yeah. Well, a lot of times in these uncertainties, there are certain things that we hold on to that uh, that really give us a, a place of a foundation where we can go back to find ourselves grounded. Uh, when the rest of the world seems to be in chaos and things are falling apart, we can look to that and find truth and find hope and find purpose. And uh, that's much like uh, Sarah shared with me her, her favorite verse, which I, I asked her leading up to this what her favorite verse was. And I know, you know, I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew that this is where she was going to go. Um, 
years ago when we were having some issues and it seemed like our relationship was falling apart, uh, we were on the, on the outs. She held on to this particular verse and like I said, this is what gave her hope and encouragement that, that there was hope for us. This uh, verse is Colossians 1, 17. It says, And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Just the fact of acknowledging that Christ is before all things, that he is the sovereign one, can give us such incredible hope. You know, to know that as we put our trust in Him, that He has a purpose for even these uncertainties, even these these things that are that we don't understand. And, and through this time where we were falling apart, you know, and I say yes, it was a marriage thing, but this affected our kids as well. She's the mother. If we would have fallen apart, this would have tore our family apart. But she held on to this scripture verse, and this is part of what brought us to reconciliation, back together. Not just for us as a married couple, but for our kids as well. This was part of her being a mother that, that caused her to hold on to this. You know, since that time, this has definitely become a life verse for her. And, and we can definitely see how this, uh, um, how this has transpired or transferred to, to other areas of life. Um, some of you maybe have even seen this. I know... Um, you know, people get married and you always send a card. And I don't know if any of you have received this, but I know that this is the go-to verse that Sarah puts on there. Because this is the verse that helped to save our marriage. And she knows that if she has a chance to express it to others, that this is the verse that can save theirs. And by doing so, also save their families. I mean, their, their children. And, uh, and the area of being a mother... I'm sure that all of us know that there's many uncertainties. There's pressures. There's uh, You're always worried about your kids and what's going on and what's happening with them and the crowd they're running with. And, but this knowing that he's before all things and that in him all things hold together, that gives a mom hope and grounding too because she knows and she expresses to our kids that God's got a plan. That Christ has you here for a reason. That's why as, as we as parents and, and her as a mother, why it's so important that our kids get that foundation in Christ. For all of you younger parents out there, our kids having this foundation in Christ is, is so crucial because the world's going to throw the same things at them. The uncertainties, the pressures, the, uh, the you name it, the, the marriage issues, the choosing a school, the, the bad decision that you make. But knowing that he's before all things, you can go back to that. That even though the life circumstances may have taken you off guard, they didn't take him off guard. Keep your focus right on him, and he holds all things together. Sarah knows that as she embodies, trusts this verse, that if even things aren't working out to her plan, they're working out to his plan. Looking at our kids, and we have plans for them. They're not working out all the time the way we want. But we can find hope and peace in that verse because we know that he did create them, that he does know what's happening in the future. You know, I think Pastor Lee, when he started up here, he said that uh, uh, 
you know, that our wives are definitely special and that our calling as elders is part of their calling as well. They're called to be our helpmates and to love us and to support us. When, uh, when I'm sitting at the dining room table at 10.30 at night and studying and typing and she's going off to bed without me, she knows that it's in Christ that we're still holding together. When I have a, a meeting here or my mind is on somebody else or something else, she knows that in Christ all things hold together. She knows that as, as we raise our kids, that in Christ all things hold together. So as a mother, as a parent, as a Christian, you know, I look at this verse that she's held on to so tightly, and I wonder, why haven't I been holding on to it tightly? Why haven't I let that, that example have a deeper effect on me? You know, and, I, and I pray that as I share this with you, you can, uh, it has a deeper effect on you, that you can turn and you can look to that. And I know that as we uh, pray for our kids, and as they watch this message, hopefully, that they're going to see that verse displayed in their mother. And that's going to give them something to hold on to as well. You know, part of that mother's love that Sarah does uh, so well is that example. And not perfectly, but she does it well. How when uh, the chaos is happening, she's at peace. So, that's it, Pastor. Thank you, Sarah. Happy Mother's Day, honey. Green light. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Both of you. Uh, I, I, um, I was going to share my, uh, about what, my, you know, my, my wife's favorite passage, verse, and the whole nine yards. Um, but I'm going to wait till the second service. So if you want, because she's not in here right now, and I want to see her, uh, I want to see her cry. Oh, yeah, she's cry. Oh, she's going to, uh, she can ball like a baby. I know she is. So, uh, no. and I make her cry every other time. I mean, not for good things, but this will be for a good thing. Um, and uh, it's, it's okay, Dan, to shed a few tears. Um, we won't think any less of you. Um, we, we may put you in the same category as uh, Jake now. I mean, it's that, it, but it's, it's just that emotion. It's that Pentecostal root coming through, right? There it is. So uh, what I do want to do, though, is I just want to look at um, those two passages in which uh, these guys shared about their wives. Uh, Philippians 4, 13, and forgive me, this is kind of um, just, uh, just a thought in which I had as I was sitting there. As we look at Philippians 4, 13, it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And then we look at, um, what is that, Colossians 1, uh, 17, that it's in him all things hold together because he's before all things and he's in all things and, and everything holds together. I love the fact that um, as Dan was talking and as Kurt was, was talking there, that they did not fail to mention uh, the, the reason that their wives are able to do what their wives are able to do. Uh, it, it's the same reason uh, that um, we as uh, believers in Christ, can do all 
all things um, in, in him. I, I like the, the version, I think it's the NIV that says, in Christ who strengthens me, uh, because I, I think that as the Apostle Paul here is, um, as he's writing this letter to the church at, at Philippi, and uh, he, he tells about um, all of the things in which he has been through, all of the, uh, uh, the good, the bad, and the uglies. Um, and I think that last week we talked about some of those uglies, didn't we? Uh, the danger. Everybody remember danger? Danger, danger, danger and toil, danger and this, danger and that. Uh, through all of that danger, but also through all of the good times as well, he, he comes out on that other side and he says, you know what, it's through him, it's through Christ that I can do all things. And, and when Paul's talking there, he's obviously talking about his ministry. And as Dan was talking about Shelley here and, and thinking about why Paul wrote that, that verse to uh, that, that church and what he was expressing was that he can do, he can do all these things. He's, he's able to do his ministry because of this. And I'm thinking about the ministry that a mother has um, because it is a calling. Uh, and the, the callings that our wives as elders and then as wives and mothers as, uh, as, as in general, um, you know, as believers, there is a calling that's placed upon our, our, um, your lives. And one of the things that we can't do is we cannot minimize the calling which God has, has placed upon each one of us. Uh, now, is the calling to uh, um, be a mother different uh, than the calling to be a father? Yes, they are totally different. Um, and we're going to expect our wives on Father's Day to get up here and talk about us. <laughs> Shelly's like, mm -mm, remember that? I'm standing on the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah will do it though, right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, we're not going to have them do that. I'll have my wife do that. She's, if she, she'd be like, nah. That's the awesome part. I can say, all right, dear, come on up here. She'll look at me and say, no. I'll be like, come on, you are you're embarrassing me in front of everybody. I don't care. I am not getting up there. Uh, but anywho, uh, where was I? I? I was digressing there a little bit. Uh, but understanding what, what, when Paul is talking here and he's talking about this ministry, and I, I love the fact that we have, and I know that we as the elders of your church, and, and don't think that this is like all about the elders. No, this is all about the, the wives of the elders. There's no, there's no shame in that. Uh, and I told the, the guys when uh, we were getting ready to do this that, you know what, yes, it's Mother's Day. But what we have to highlight is the fact that our, our wives, our mothers, in a calling that's been placed upon their life that is difficult. Um, I, I, I know that the rest of, of the, the elders, all of their children are all angels. Mine are not. And my wife is, gets stressed out sometimes. Um, and, and uh, yeah, if you want to stick around the next service, uh, when uh, Chuck and Jake, and then I'm going to do myself, uh, I'm going to go through mine uh, with my wife. I'm going to go through 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 13, verses 4 through 8, uh, because that's my wife's uh, favorite. Um, but uh, understanding that the, the, the calling that has been placed on our wives is huge. Now, I, I, I say that because every uh, a mother in here, and needs to, to uh, I don't want to say dig down, but just embrace the calling that God has placed on your life as a mother. We could go through a bunch of different stories in Scripture talking about different mothers. I think last year we went, and, or we went over uh, Hannah, 
and, and as H Hannah is, it was uh, uh, Samuel's mother. We could talk about, uh, you know, obviously Mary being uh, Jesus's mother. We could go down through Jesus's genealogy and see all of, obviously, that every time there was a, 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 a man that was entered into that genealogy, there was a woman that went with him. Because it's man and woman how you have babies, right? Everybody knows that, right? We don't have to go through that. that, that that's the next service we have to explain that. Um, but under, but so, but there, there are like, was it four or five different uh, women that are mentioned in Jesus's genealogy? Well, why, why is that? Well, because without moms, we don't have any, any of this. Yeah, I know you, you can push back to, well, without dads, without fathers, you, you won't have, I get it, but you know, we don't have to embrace the nine or 10 months of agony of carrying that little alien around inside of us, right? There, there, there are, are, are different, I, I call it an alien. I, you all know that I think every single baby, and I'm going to offend somebody, I know it. Every single baby is ugly. I mean, it's not until they're about a year old or so until they start getting a little, you know, cute or whatever. Um, I know somebody saying, it's not true. I saw, I saw my kids right after they came out. I remember when Haley was born. <laughs> she was like, I mean, it was, it was weird. It, obviously, she's the oldest, and I didn't know what to expect. There were some other circumstances that were involved in that. But um, I just remember looking at the doctor, and like, can, or I think it was a midwife or whoever it was that, that did the, the I'll catch it uh, thing. I'm thinking, like, can you put that thing back? I don't think it's done yet. It, it, it did. It, it, it looked like an alien. I, I, you can ask Shannon. I, I thought it looked like an alien. It wasn't until they came out in a couple seconds, and then some of you know this, the head goes poop, and it pops into shape, and all the bones you're supposed to go where, and it's not like, oh, they formed and everything, like a Picasso painting. I mean, her ear was on top of her head, and I'm thinking, like, this ain't right. You know, no, my daughter, she knows. I mean, she's, uh, after this long, she, she kind of gets it. They expect it. But uh, <laughs> my wife didn't have to see that, so maybe we should, so is, this is what we should talk about on Father's Day, your, your traumatic experiences in birth. Uh, no, it would not go over well, would it? <laughs> but uh, understanding that, that uh, yes, our wives, and I got to get back to where I want to say that, what I want to say is like our wives are our um, our anchor. Um, but not only our anchor as elders, but uh, they're really the anchors of our households as as elders. Because there are times, and this is not uh, complaining. I know that Kirk complained a little bit about how having to stay up late and everything, but. Uh, no, it, it's not complaining, but when we, it, it's, it's, what's that? That's her problem, though, right? But, but when we um, uh, are dealing with, with issues that go on, and uh, believe it or not, there are issues that happen in the church. That's right. I know, man. I was thinking, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I didn't think this. I thought all, when God's people came together, it was just like, oh. No, but when we are dealing with those things and our hearts are heavy and we cannot give the affection that we would, we would like to give to our, um, our, our wives, uh, they, they do stand on those verses like, uh, you know, that he is uh, before all things and in him all things hold together. They stand on those verses and we thank them for that. Uh, um, and as mothers, they, they, they are the anchor of the, or the, the church. Yeah, our little church being the, the household, they're the anchor. Um, as I'm going to talk about in the next service uh, about 
how uh, um, love and is, is many things and it takes on many forms, um, what we can understand is without understanding the, the, the author, the foundation um, of, of love and of truth, you know, our, our wives, our mothers, they would be just like any other mother. We live in a society that has uh, a not, I, I, I guess the, the best word is elevated, has not elevated motherhood and, or fatherhood, but it's not Father's Day, but has not elevated motherhood to, the, to uh, the level in which it needs to be. Because yes, it was because Eve sinned and then the whole world fell. Yes, no. It, but it was that the, the pain of childbirth that was put upon Eve but also in that pain, that same childbirth, uh, Jesus uses that, 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 that imagery that, um, yes, there's pain, there's agony in the childbirth, but when the, the, the baby comes forth, there's joy. You know, the joy in which it's been brought into our lives um, through our, our, our wives is when they become mothers. Uh, and those who have not, uh, uh, maybe like Dan was saying, have had that physical uh, birth. We have mothers that have been through plenty of pain and, 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 and trial and struggle as our spiritual mothers. That is, it, it's just as important. Now, as we get ready to go, uh, um, you know, throughout this week, and, and as the, the guys said, let us not only celebrate mothers today. If you haven't texted your mom or called your mom or however it is that you communicate with your mother to tell them happy Mother's Day, you know, do it. If you don't have a mother into uh, um, in which you communicate that to, uh, if, if, if your mother's already gone, uh, you know, gone on to be with the Lord, uh, celebrate this. Yes, celebrate Mother's Day in the sense of, you know, I wish she was here, but celebrate that she's having the best Mother's Day yet. Because every Mother's Day gets better and better uh, with, with our Savior. Um, so I'll shut up. And uh, my Mother's Day present to all of our mothers and the guys, too, is that we're going to end a little bit early, um, which is like three minutes early. Uh, actually, by the time I'm done here, it'll probably be right only about 10 minutes early or so. Uh, but, uh, or I said 13 minutes. Anyways, uh, we're going to go, and we have muffins and melons for moms. And whoever else wants them, out in the out in the lobby, uh, it's uh, we have a, a collage muffins from all over the place. We have, I can't remember how many dozen we ended up getting like twenty five dozen, thirty dozen, something twenty five dozen, lots of dozens, lots of muffins, lots of melons. Uh, me and, uh, and and Brent and, and Chuckles were cutting melons all day yesterday. If you find a, a fingernail in there. Um, I think it's Brent's, uh, but uh, anyways, please return it to him, uh, but no, it just adds a little crunch. Uh, what's that? Red Robin. Oh, that's not yum. Is it Red Robin's? Is Red Robin yum? No. Um, they turned the, the monitor off on the back. I think that's my cue to shut up, pray, and then you release everyone. If, if anybody wants to stick around to next service to hear the other uh, um, awesome words from our elders, feel free to do that. Let's pray. Our Father God in heaven, Lord, we do thank you for the, for the day in which you've given us uh, to be able to celebrate uh, mothers. Uh, God, we celebrate uh, 
um, as we've started to already, the, 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 uh, the, the wives of the elders, the mothers uh, in which you have uh, placed in a, a, have placed a special calling on their lives. Uh, God, the rest of the mothers, is not their, their calling is not any less than uh, um, uh, the, those of the elders' wives. It's just different. We all have different callings. And God, we, we know that um, the calling in which you placed on each one of our lives is unique. Uh, but God, we know also that uh, through that calling that we are, are we can glorify you. Uh, God, we know that that is only done through the uh, the truth, the the foundation of, of everything in which we believe. That is that Jesus is your Son. That He did come to to live a life in which we couldn't live, and to die a death in which we should die, and was raised again and and ascended to you. And God, He is coming back one day. Uh, probably to take the moms first. To, to, it's not the church that'll be raptured. It'll be the moms to get her, them out of out of the mess first. But uh, God, I, I just pray that that um, as He comes back, we are ready for uh, His return. God, if there is someone who does not, has not um, put their faith, their trust in You, I, I pray that um, as Jesus says, he, He's uh, wanting to, to to gather all of the chicks um, under His wings. God, that, that those who have not place their faith and their trust in you, that they would come into the shelter of your love and your mercy, your grace. And God, that, that through our, 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 all of our moms, that that can be seen amongst us. So God, we thank you for this. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the muffins and melons in which we are going to partake of. And um, we give you all the honor, all the praise, all the glory. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Enjoy the muffins and melons.